Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, yo, hey, welcome back, bro. I'm so glad that everybody's ready for this new episode, yeah. man. Hey. I'm your host, Mike Moss, man. And I'm going to tell you right now, y'all. Shout out to my girl, Chris. Y'all, she couldn't be here this episode. Well, she could, but she's not. At, this oh, is about the fellas. Don't cap. She actually about here. The fellas. Say, hey, Chris. Dang it, I thought she was going to play her role. I thought she was going to play her role. She Listen, here. Y'all, shout out, shout out K-Hart. Y'all see my girl always around. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my sis real quick. Yeah. It's cool, y'all. Y'all, we got a special episode. Special. Y'all know about the core four, but y'all, we decided to break it down even a little more. First mm -hmm. of all, let's give our biggest our biggest boss a shout out. Jay, how you feeling, What's, man? man, I feel blessed. Hey, let me tell you something. This one going to be Liddy in the... City. Can I give can I give my I want I want to give him an eight minute introduction? Can I do it in 30 seconds? I want you to do it in I want you to do it in 29. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. I'm up for a level. challenge. Next level. So he basically gonna, gonna say I can I'm limited to the, the greatness I can share. I want about you to you. know that we just use seven. Powerful husband. Mm-hmm. Before I get into the money, the accolades, the business, husband. Yeah. Whose whose wife loves and adores him. Yeah. Um Father, yeah. whose kids love, revere, respect him. My man is hosting a um a 15-year rites of passage for his daughter. Like, wow. he different, right? A retired professional basketball player. My man has traveled the world. He's spoken. He started schools. He started successful businesses. And didn't just start a school. Now, the boys' school in Bermuda is up and running. He sits on the board like, man, so author, like, on so many levels. My brother, my friend. My man put together a tour in Bermuda that brought me, my parents, other speakers there and took care of everything. Like, this brother is different. We've been a part of a prayer line for the past 10 years. You know what I'm saying? And now he's serving as an executive with our company. And he's the director of our Speakers Academy and Speakers Elite program. So he runs all of that. My brother, my partner, my dog, and my workout partner. Hey, hey Chris Crook. Hey, 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 listen. Hey, he a fool. We started hey, a fool. Hey, listen. From Akalawaha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love my that. God. I love that. Hey, listen, man. Hey, uh, it's my, I'm so excited um, to be with you guys, man. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's man. go. Just glad like that. Glad to have you here, man. Let's let's get into it, man. So, bro, I know you as Crump. He knows you as bro. But bro, we talking about the King's coach. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, like I've never heard this title before, y'all. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't want to build up to it. I want to jump straight into it. What, what, what categorizes, where does that come from? What is a King's coach? That sounds like you're coaching the coach. Like, what's what's a King's coach, man? Yeah, so it's it's twofold. One, I'm the king of coaching. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm, 
I'm, I'm good at what I do. You, okay. You're going to find somebody different, but you won't find nobody better. <laughs> the second part like is that. really <laughs> empowerment of men. Okay. Because everybody wants to roll, but they don't want the responsibility. Mm. So to even be a king, first you have to give have a queen. Okay. That part. Yeah, come on. Right? And the other part is <laughs> okay. a king uh, is not a petty priest, but he's royalty. So you don't just think about yourself. You think about what your responsibility is for others. And so for me, it's really empowering that space as men to make sure that we're not just talking about trying to do stuff for ourselves, but making sure we're helping and being responsible for what we have to do for others. I like that. I love it. I love it. The king coach. Mm. And so so watch this. What I know is you're not just coaching men. You're also coaching and mentoring young boys, but you're speaking to that king that they will be. Yeah. Mm. So, so speak to that. Because as a king coach, some people might be like, yeah, but I saw you at a basketball practice or, or camp or you speaking to some young people. They're mm. not kings. You would say, yeah. But it's your responsibility to speak to that greatness inside them. So speak to that, bro. Yeah, I, that's big. That's a big part of how it started for me. I was that boy myself. Come on. You know what I mean? Want to be a, a neighborhood superstar. Slap boxing, racing, wanting the girls, wanting the car, and getting in trouble. And somebody saw that that wasn't where I was going to end up, and they poured into that person. Mm. So when I worked in schools and middle schools and uh, uh, boys' home, uh, juvenile prisons, uh, uh, correctional facilities, I've always saw, like, I understand where you are, but I also understand where you're going to be five years from now, ten years from now. And I always spoke to that. I always right. honored the humanity in every man and woman that I ever coached. I love it, man. I love it. What what role and responsibility, what drives you to want to work with young men and men to help them be the kings within? Is it just so that they can be who they're supposed to be? Or is there a deeper level where it's just like, you know what society needs, you know what the woman needs? Like, yeah. speak to that. Yeah, it's definitely deep. It's, it's systemic. Hmm. So the work I do is not intervention. The work I do is systemic. And when you're talking about systemic change, right, that's changing the system. So I always tell somebody, like, I was in third sector in, in, in other phrase, a nonprofit world, where people would say, man, I gave to women and children for 20 years. If you gave to women and children for 20 years, you're, you're keeping a cycle going for a generation. Because, okay. uh, like, let's say um, Section A housing. How do you make sure a woman gets fully qualified for Section A housing? Make sure the government makes sure the father's not in the home. Right. If you take him out the home, then we'll give you money so that yep. you could be dependent. Facts. Right? So the reality is the systemic uh, issue that we're facing is that a man taking responsibility and being his own kingship and that being honored in the home is missing. Huh. And it's creating all other additional issues, right? Right, whether it be uh, you know mental health or whatever the case may be. But for every guy that I know, that's a man who take care of his queen and take care of his home. There's no government aid needed for that residence. Come on, come on. There, there there's no uh, wow. church intervention that's needed <laughs> for that. Right. right so right, right. all the other services and social support that we put in place for communities is because we forgot. The necessity. Right. Right? I always say man is the most important and woman is the most powerful. Mm. And what happens is we try to make that a a, a, a comparative and competitive. It's collaborative. Mm. Right? And it's when we fully embrace and accept the fact that we got to have that man in that home. 
Like that got to happen because it solves all the other social, relational right. issues. But when that's not honored and valued, like all these issues we have in America about suicide, like Norway and these other countries that value men, they don't have uh, uh, school shootings. Uh. Damn. They don't have policies for school for kids to learn what happens. What happens when somebody intrudes to school? Now they got kids practicing. Kids got bulletproof backpacks now. Like the only country that has that is America. Wow. But America is one of the main countries that don't value men. Mm. And all Western world doesn't value men. But like as a priority to make sure that that is something so that we cannot fall in love with just trying to be in control, but being responsible. That is not, I'm not excited about the role, but when it's not my fault. I'm excited about taking care of responsibility. What my child did at school, that wasn't my fault, but that right. child is my responsibility. Right. I'm going to make sure I'm making an adjustment. What my, what my wife did wasn't my fault, right. but my wife is my responsibility. Right. My job is to cover her, right. right? And so, but the more that you empower and encourage and celebrate me taking on this sacrificial role within the home, the more people run to that spot. Mm. Because that's not being done in the past 20 years, Guys ain't running to that spot no more. Matter of fact, more women want to be in that spot than 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 men now. Wow. Okay. That's deep. Dog. Yeah. Okay. So if we hitting it like that, that it's <laughs> I can already tell. Like I'm gonna have to kick some of my notes, bro, because mm. you you really you really kicking up some natural responses from me, and I really just I'm really blown by how intentional you have to be in order to to be a king's coach, like. Your mindset is almost like prepared for every situation. Like so many people negate so much when it comes to men. And I feel like you already have a breakdown for that. But there are people, we don't have a lot of it celebrated, but there are actually people who are willing to support and actually surround us men and may not know what to do. How, how big would you say community is in supporting mm. um, starting out that king's role, man? Yeah. Yeah, we, we share a similar mentor, the inability to self-assess. The one of the key factors in any transformational process is self-awareness. Okay. And when people don't even, are not even aware, right. I was telling uh, Jay earlier in the conversation, a problem is a problem because you don't know it's a problem. So, but if you pay attention and pause for the cause, right. the most people incarcerated are men. The most people that's committing suicide is men. The most people that's committing homicides is men. The most people that's committing crime is men. There is an epidemic Straight on just an attack and a, 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 an assassination on just men and masculinity and as a whole. Wow. But we're still be at the beginning stage of feeling the effects. Gotcha. I'm not valuing and empowering that. And the, the start is awareness. Okay. Just having awareness and understand that there's been projections and narratives and marketing to make you feel or think something differently towards that or neglect it. Yeah. And, and like it has to start there. Are you even aware? Is it the man aware? Or are you talking about the community? In, in general. Okay. So in we general. so we all need to men, have an awareness. Men, men, men are aware. Okay. Men, men are crying and dying inside. Mm. Like a man don't um, the men that I coach, yeah. we're, we're not, man, man, bump being a husband and a father and a provider. That's not a general consensus. Mm. It goes from that, man, if I do that, will I be honored? Will I be respected? Will I be revered? And so because I've already been disrespected, mm. neglected, abused, right. not seen or not, so I'm not even going to, nah, I'm just going to stay being selfish. Wow. At least I can survive. And it's expected. 
You know, I feel, I feel like I feel like when you're when you're hurting, it's hard to be strong for something that doesn't, doesn't appreciate you. You know, especially if you don't know how to appreciate yourself. Like that self awareness is huge. Um, I want I want to make sure that the community has something though that they can pick up with. With that awareness, can you give me something after that awareness? Like yeah, maybe two more things. Like awareness could be the first of three. What be two more things? Let me give them a segue into it. Pretty, okay, help me. I, help I me out. I want to share a story. <clears throat> so I was in Atlanta for maybe two years, and first and second year I was here, I spoke for this event for the city. I'm, I met this woman who was like a, she was like the sheriff and she was like over basically Fulton County Jail. She says, oh my God, Jeremy, you're powerful. Can you come and speak? And just give a message to our 17-year-olds. I said, 17-year-olds in Atlanta? Like in the main jail? They should be in the teacher center. She was like, our, our stuff is so filled, we have to put the 17-year-olds in a separate pod in the Fulton County Jail. So I show up, there's two pods. I go in there. She was like, the guys are on 23 and 1. I said, what's that? 23 hours a day, they locked up. They get out one hour a day. But when they get out, they fighting and it's it's riots. And I'm like, well, what you think? You got a bunch of 17-year-olds filled with testosterone. 23 hours. 23 hours locked up. Of course, they beefing it on edge. So I, I pour into them. I bless them. And they capture my heart. I do the whole year program. Wow. We'll show up once a week and spend time with them. I bring them books. Every single book that Spirit Rain ever produced, I'd have probably gave some of your books away. Wow. <laughs> I done gave them books. They got all my books. I buy hundreds of Bibles. They even let me bring donuts in there. They gave me my own card. Wow. It would get to a point, Chris, I could walk in without security, bro. They just buzzed me through. <laughs> but one day, everything changed. Mm. Now, these 17-year-olds, boy, I don't know what they putting pesticides in this chicken nowadays. I, I promise. It's, they, they built different. <laughs> facts, facts. I'm in this sucker. It's about a dozen of them. The, the guard opens the gates. They come out. They all sit down, I'm going in. And so one dude stands up, 17 years old, future to be like a Division I basketball star. Tats on his neck and his face. Mm. So he is fully committed right. to this lifestyle. Right. He stands up at bay to the table like, man. I'm like, use your words. <laughs> like, use your words, my man. Right. Talk to me, bro. Breathe. What's up? He's like pacing around. I'm so frustrated. He the ringleader. He about six four, easy. 2.30. He's like, I'm just, I'm like, why are you frustrated? He's like, man, you come here every week. I'm like, yeah. He's like, we need more from you. I was in my feelings. Because mm. I'm like, bro, ain't nobody else in Atlanta. All these millionaires, all these attorneys and physicians and engineers and teachers and entrepreneurs, bro, ain't nobody else showing up, bro, yeah. and pulling money out their pocket and driving 45 minutes. Across. Ain't nobody else doing that. I didn't say this to him, but this is what I was thinking. Of course. I was fresh off a gig in Australia that my first and second time I went there, so I was still dealing with jet lag. I'm like, bro, what more you want from me? This is what I'm about to kick to you, Chris. He says, will you come here and you mentioned one time how you be, you be reading to your kids at night and, man, you be bringing us books and stuff, but how come you'll never read to us? Wow. I'm like, bro, like, my man got tears in his eyes, pissed at me. He's like, bro, you read to your kids. Why you don't read to us? You say you love us. You pray with us. Why you don't, We ain't never had no father read to us. Mm. We ain't never had nobody teach us how to ride a bike, bro. Mm. Like, my that man part. was asking for story time. Tats on his neck and his face. Mm. And so, Chris, speak to that, bro. Because my man was like, I, bro, just read to me. I ain't, mm. We ain't never had nobody read. You bring us books. We talk. We dialogue. 
you give us game, but can you just read, bro? I felt the innocence. Yeah. yeah. I felt yeah. the innocence in his soul at that time. So speak to that, bro. It always, it always blows my mind when people think I got so much, like, like Shannon, if I was a scientist, if I, if I was creating something out of my brain that was an algorithm and an equation, I would see why you would celebrate me. But I find it fascinating that people celebrate me because I'm showing love to the young men. Then I'm being a father to him. Yeah, then I'm being an it. uncle to him. Yeah. Well, Chris, can you just, what you did was just amazing. I say, I, I saw him. He's a human. I saw him. Like, he's a human. Like, because here's the truth. A lot of people are intimidated men, and especially black men. They're scared of them, even in schools. And they're humans. They're little kids a lot of times. And so me, rap battling with them. Me, wrestling. I used to wrestle a lot with the kids. We do push-ups. Like, Why we pronounce it like that? What's up? <laughs> is anybody else? Anybody, not, is that just me? Because we all do it. It's not just you, but this is a great example to go into it. I wrestle with them. I was like, last time I learned how to spell it, it was wrestle with an E. <laughs> but the way you said wrestle, you made you like a W-R-A-S-S-L-E. What's a wrestle? Southern born, southern bred. Oh, true. Okay. And when we finish, cut the light off. Now, listen. Well, the point I'm making is that the reason why you asked, uh, answer one of your earlier questions too, why I go so hard in the space? Yeah. Here I am, adopted by a man in his 40s who loved me, okay. who went all in for me, mm -hmm. right? Raised in the church. Okay. Committed loving mama. Same house my whole life. Okay. Get a college education. Yeah. Married my college sweetheart. Come on. Wow. Come on. Travel the world. Come on. Okay. Get married and have children. Come Become on. a leader, a successful entrepreneur, and author. And I still don't know what I'm doing. Wow. I still don't know what I'm doing as That's, a husband. Wow. I still don't know what I'm doing as a father. I still don't know what I'm doing as a man. So imagine. Wow. If a man never had a daddy. If wow. he if Come he grew on, up, if he grew up in trauma, if he grew up and he didn't ever went to college, or he never like just imagine. Wow. That's crazy. So, but here you are, because he's 6'4. Because he's the biggest in the community, mm. you have expectations. Chris Rock says something powerful. He says, people love women unconditionally, they love kids unconditionally, and they love dogs unconditionally. But they will only love a man under a condition. Wow. And we feel that weight that we're not even, you don't even see them. Like, when you're a fully grown man, when you're a fully grown man, I just want you to love me. I want mm. you to pamper me. I want you to just touch me. I don't even want the whole a sky, moons, and stars, and all the jobs, and uh, bro, listen. When I come home, it's so simple what I need. It is so basic <laughs> what I need. I'm a fully grown man right, now, right? Right. right? And and that gets lost from Jump Street. Yeah. That that same man that That's in my forties and fifties that just wants you to touch me really was that four or five year old that just wanted you to love on me. Mm. Wow. And I'm just mm. an in between intercessor trying to intervene long enough wow. to help them endure a season that they're going through. That's crazy. That's yeah. deep. And that's why I make sure I do two things. Mm. I'm, I'm not your God, I'm your brother. Mm. Make sure you fall in love with your God because mm. you're going to need him. Yeah. And number two, get some support, brother. Yeah. Get some support outside of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and if I could create a space where you could just be a thou while, be, be butt naked as we call it in some of the ministries I'm a part of with men so that you could get that off of you. Because it's such a heavy weight to be constantly known. You either fear me or neglect me. Ooh. Wow. The, just those two. That's it. That's crazy. So, Man. Let me ask you a question, bro. That's deep. Let me ask you a question. I really believe 
I I remember one time I was um, speaking at an event. I don't remember exactly where, so I don't want to lie. But I remember I was talk. I was challenging the women, and I was just like, "Women gotta raise their worth." Mm. I was like, "Man, women, your worth, your value is so high. You don't even realize you gotta raise it." And I walked away from that speaking engagement, and I felt so convicted. And God was like, "Bruh, women could empower other women, but what's going to enhance their worth is when they get that love from men." My daughter. Tracy can affirm and love all on Jewel, but what's going to make her blossom when daddy says, baby girl, you are precious. Kiss on the forehead, baby girl, you're beautiful. You are so mm -hmm. smart. She needs that. So I realized in our communities and globally, women are needing that covering and that support. I found myself at an event recently challenging the men. I said, some of y'all are here. I was speaking for a Barack Obama's program, My Brother's Keeper, here in Atlanta. I, when I went there, it was a conference all for men, but they also have a, a My Sister's Keeper that Michelle runs. Mm -hmm. So the My Sister Keeper women were there. So they were the greeters. They were the host. Mm -hmm. They took me and the, my team to the, to the green room. They, they brought out the meals and the food and they served the kings. I, it was so beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. But I said, shame on you fellas for looking at them like, ooh, she fine. I want to smash. Mm -hmm. I said, bro, you should be protecting her. Mm -hmm. You should be cherishing her. Mm. You're looking at her like the world already is idolizing like you idolizing her like sexy, like the world is already saying she's not pretty enough, she's not thin enough, she's not light enough, her hair not like she, you you've got to see the value on the inside. So, Chris, can you speak to that and the responsibility that men have to not just be men so we can be men and be present, but the impact it makes on our community as a whole and how women need for us to be the men that they deserve in in their lives to be as present the way that we should be present. Question for you. What was the age group of the boys you was talking to? <laughs> Bruh, the classic age. High schoolers. Yeah. And, so, I, and let me say this too. I acknowledged. I was like, I get it. Yeah. When I was your age, I'd be like, man, she fine, she bad. I said, but let me challenge you on something here. Yeah. Right, let's not be predators. Mm. We should not, let's not prey on them. Mm. Let's pray over them. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's what I hit them with. Like, so let's not look at them like they are a piece of meat. Like, let's look at them like, how can we support them? How can we serve them to enhance community if you're really about the culture and our people? Yeah, uh, it's a couple of things. We talked about once another tangible thing is edu educate yourself. Like uh, the brain doesn't fully develop in men until 25. And we talk about uh, a Maslow hierarchy of needs. Like getting to the, getting to the place where your self-awareness is so high that you can actually visualize self-actualization, you can visualize who your, who your best self should be. You could do something about it. There's so many steps of safety and, 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 and comfort and, and support that you need to even have the ability to be the best version of yourself to help somebody else be the best version of themselves. I love it. So the, the, the education and awareness starts with realizing that I value humans. Yeah. Starting with valuing myself. That journey is different for everybody. There's so many right. ebbs and flows because you have to factor in the trauma. You have to factor in the abuse or the narratives that was projected upon them and how long it's going to take them to get out of their head about who they even think they are. That's why, again, when I start my intervention, yes, he's 15, 16, 17, but I see him at 36. 
So my, I always play the long game. I always tell my wife, the moves I'm making, I'm thinking about where we want to be 20 years from now. I'm, the moves I'm making now with my children, I'm thinking about where I want to be, what I want them 20, 20. And now my next goal is, okay, now I got to put together something for 40 years from now, 50 years from now. Right. Somebody has to be taking that mantle, right? That works if everybody's in agreement to support the man yeah. that's taking on that mantle. Right. So it's a constant, not just awareness, but an education or even how to. For example, subculturally, because we don't value, let's say you go to, like I've been blessed to travel the world and live in different countries. You go to a Filipino woman or a woman who was raised old school um, um, Caribbean. Okay. They make dinner. Right. Like especially go to like the royal of Dominican Republic. You know, if you come into their home, who's the first person to get a plate? The, the husband. The father. Right? The father. Yeah. Straight up. If you grew up in the South when I was from, like, they'll say the first person they'll feed is the kids. Oh, right? true, true. And y'all kids sit out here, y'all get the little kids out the way, and then they'll say women. Then they'll say men last. That's right? true, yeah. And then some people, if you went in a social setting, right? I'm and and, and, and it's that. just and it's just a challenge culturally where you was raised, things are different. That's crazy, Like yeah. if we had an adult event, and let's say it was a buffet line, and it was like, all right, we prayed, go eat. What would be the social expectation in America of who goes and eats first? The children. No, no, it's just adults. Oh. It's just men and women. Oh, the, the women. The women. Oh, sure. All I'm saying is. Yeah, because they're supposed to make our plate and bring it back. I just feel like. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't my ministry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Anderson. No, no, let's, let's just, <laughs> no, but the point, the point I'm making is some stuff is just subconsciously in us, but all we're saying, all you're processing without you even knowing it. So let me push back, because I don't know exactly what you're if I think you're saying is that men should be a higher priority, but at the same time, you know the message we be giving men. No, no, like yeah. we're here to serve, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on And to make I'm those just, sacrifices. I'm, okay. I'm all about, come on, bro. We we, yeah, go, for we sure. go above and beyond. For sure. I'm just helping the masses because I fully socially awareness. Right. Are you a one percenter? For well, social aware, are you a one percenter? Actually, yes or no? Yes. Yes. One percent of one percent. Exactly. You so you're an anomaly. So you cannot use you. And your situation right. to teach a mass because you're an anomaly. You get but, you, we do, but we but do have no, a responsibility. I, I, I just, I but, want, but, but, but are you I, hearing I, him? But I, I want you to. No, no, understand. I do. But I'm saying, but that don't mean we don't guide them. Yeah, but what I'm saying is when I'm, when I'm, you don't have the issue of awareness. You don't have the issue of being struggling with a narrative subconsciously. Right. Okay. So what I'm doing is hiding, mm. highlighting people's awareness. To ask yourself, do I have the men in my life are a priority to me? Ah, uh, I got you. Mm. Yep, that's crystal clear okay. now, my boy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Me and you don't need that conversation. Right, right, I, right, I don't right, need right. It. But we're, we, I fully understand I'm a one percenter now. Right. Mm. I'm not having the issues that the general world is having today. Right. Mm. And I've been so I'm almost over 30 countries I've right, been to. Like right, I'm, yeah. I'm not. I, I've been on a prayer line talking to men. For over a decade, wow. for three hours, every day, five days a week, right. pouring in with the Spirit of God. Wow. I can't even go on a church and be fed properly now. Wow. Shannon, you can relate. Wow. A, a, a general church can't feed me where I'm at now. Right. The amount of books I've read, yeah. the amount of coaching I've had, the amount of people I poured into, the 5,000 plus men I mentored. That's different. Like, you have to be very, you have to be on another level to even 
to even really feed my spirit for where I'm at now. I get that. So my assignment is not to keep being fed. My my assignment now is to feed. Right. Because I got so much now. Right? That was deep. That was crazy. But again, that that got nothing to do with, oh, man, what you trying to say? That's awareness. So when I said I'm the king of coaching, because the king of experiences that I've been through. Come on. Right? The 30 countries, the organizations, the the churches that I helped build ministries. Right? The outreach, the schools that I developed, the boards that I've sat on, the organizations that I directed. Helping you go from where you're going within your own company and helping the people that I help. I'm just saying you're not going to find somebody that you can get off indeed. To, to give right. you the value that I'm going to give you from the richness of experiences that I've had, you. but you can find somebody different. Got you. So that's not even that's not even an arrogant statement. That's just awareness that's real, of yeah. I've had some rich experience that the everyday person right. just haven't had. And yeah. it's our responsibility to bring that to light and to let them know this is now the new standard. This is what's possible. Exactly. This is what expected know, of you. I know you don't know. Right. So and I'm gonna give you grace to grow. Grace but now this it. is where that next level. So I'm going to let you close us out with this, bro. Um, what what can women do mm. to support us? Whether it's to make us feel loved, valued, heard, appreciated, needed. What, what advice would you give to the women listening? That's like, man, I never really thought about it like this. You were helping me have a deeper sense of awareness. I want to do better for the young men in my life mm. or for maybe the brothers or the spouse like, what can what can they do to better support men in this season? I I uh, I've been told I'm a blunt coach. Duh. I've been told I'm direct. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but That'd be but, accurate. But I think I was talking with Shannon. He's one of the coaches that I look up to and admire. He's mentored me for over the years. And I have a phrase that I say in some of my sessions. I say, and this is important to understand for everybody to hear this: liar, liar, pants on fire. Hmm. What I found in this journey, men and women, stop lying to yourself. Mm. Like, just stop lying to yourself. Take the time to say, men are a priority in my life and how I support, serve, and appreciate them on a regular basis. And particularly the covenant one that I have with God. Right. If you have issues in your marriage... Nine times out of 10, that is not a priority for you. Mm. Just facts. Yeah. Now, other relationships, the dynamics are so much different, right? And that's a case by case, and we'll have to have a conversation. But nine times out of 10, the marriages that really like, mm, men are very basic creatures for the most part. And they, and they repeat typical things. Women are dynamic. Right? They come with so much when it comes to the relationship part. And so when they're locked in, there's not a lot of heavy issues. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was telling, I was sharing with Shirley earlier that we came in, okay, with a responsibility, but they came in built with everything so much that God said, not only are you good, but I want you to help him. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Wow, that's deep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll say this, man, bro, thank you for the husband the father, the executive, the leader, the author, the speaker, just the man of God you are. You make me want to be a better man. Um, I'm challenged by your presence to be better. Man, I'm so honored, bro, that you're taking this journey with us, man. Yeah. Um, thank you, bro. You about to make all my dreams come true. Yeah. And I want to say this, Jim. I know we got to close out, but it's important to share. Yeah. You're in a powerful leader, bro. Mm. Like, going back to awareness. Hmm. 
Me and my wife didn't leave six-figure jobs because, man, God, can you just give us a sign? God said, fool, you woke up this morning. That's the sign, <laughs> right? Now, you are such an anomaly, bro, that you are worth sacrificing for. Wow. You are worth changing and stopping something for. And so I'm so grateful. You, you have your, my, my partnership with you as brother now has left me in a perpetual state of gratefulness wow. that now I'm not only able to see from the helicopter perspective, but from the roots. Because I love the ground now. I used to love the crowd, but now I love the ground. Yeah. And that's and that's wow. really being in your presence with how you serve. Like, I'm a better tipper at restaurants. Mm, facts. Right? Facts. I work out better. I hate working out. Yeah. Mm. You irritate me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but just your excellence about how you travel, how you treat your wife. Yeah. Like I became a better, like less than 10 months, I became a better husband. Wow. Right? Mm. More attuned to my daughter. Like, how like. Bro, you are a walking, living, breathing example of what greatness looks like, bro. Wow. And it is a true honor. Like, I I know that God has something special for us, for us to be in the space that we're in Facts. to serve everybody else. Facts. And so my honor in this relationship, even with Mike, is to cover this. Yeah. This is so special. Like, my, 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 assignment in this season is to cover this as we grow it. Yeah. And I'm just so grateful and thankful and honored, man. Man, likewise. Hey, Jay, bro, I feel the I same go, about you, man. Can I, can I go on the record and just ask you for a part two to this sometime, bro? It ain't oh, got to be sure. next week, bro. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I got stuff that we didn't even get to tap on that he even started dabbling and mentioning. But I didn't realize how much I needed this and I just know how powerful this is to our community, and, bro. And I want, we got to tap want, in with, with him want, again, bro. I want Chris on the next one, so we'll have that other mic, and she can tap in. Okay, um, for sure. But man, look, you know this manhood. We want to be the best we can be. Y'all heard what he said. He's still growing. He's still evolving. I'm still growing, and I'm still evolving. And that constant pursuit of that next level is what next level living is all about. See y'all next week. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. I'm on another level.